Southern. 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 Knowledge. Knowledge podcast. You damn dirty ape. Go. You know what it is. It's your boy, Uncle Daddy, Luke Lucas is a wreck. Bro, start over, start over, start over, start over, bro. Okay, ready? <laughs> Set. Right. You know what? Uh, I might have to do the introduction now that I think about intro, it. You got it. I might have to do the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'll tell you what's funny later, bro. You... You, 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 you are here on the Southern Knowledge Podcast with Malice Martell and your boy Uncle Daddy Luke. I'm going to introduce him very shortly, but I want to let you guys know, due to everything going on, you understand social distancing, you understand everything that's going on, and even though Uncle Luke didn't believe in the coronavirus, the coronavirus is real. So we're bringing you this podcast over phone. I do want to introduce to you all the fans, Uncle Daddy Luke. Well, I mean, this is in unfamiliar territory. We have done a couple of shows over the phone before, mm-hmm. so hopefully the video, I mean, audio quality is a bit better from in the past, and it's sounding good, but I wouldn't just say, uh, well, I mean, I guess if you want to call it that, that we're social distancing ourselves from each other, if that's what you want to call it, but it's a pleasure to finally be back and doing this, man. What's good? How's your uh, past couple, two or three weeks has it been since we did the last show? What you been up to, dog? Um, it's, it's been great for me, you know, I've been able to learn a lot about myself. You know, a lot of people right now are really finding out about their spouse. That's why we've seen a lot of people <laughs> are starting to get divorces. I think a lot of people, it, it, it's just you and that spouse all day or you, your spouse and your kids all day. You know, we can't go to the mall. You can't go to Chuck E. Cheese. You can't go, excuse me, you can't go to the movies. It's just you at home all day. And the only thing you have to look forward to is going to the grocery store. So I've really been able to use this time, you know, Uncle Luke, and just find out a lot about myself and just try to find me some new hobbies to get into. A lot of people have been hitting me up for haircuts. I have not been able to do the haircuts. It's just me personally. I am not going with it. What about yourself? Well, I mean, that's really great to hear from you on your side of things, and that's how it's going. That's really good that you're able to come terms with some things, and, you know, you're putting yourself first before anything else. But with me, man, it's just, you know, I don't learn unless I put something pen to paper, and I usually try to stick to it. Well, it's been hard for me, but I think that's just going to be my thing within the next couple of months, is sticking to things that I write out and plan and making sure I follow through with it. So that's just what I've been trying to do mostly. But... With that, actually, with some rules, since we are in Texas, I think you know that by now if you're listening to the Southern Knowledge Podcast, we do run south. But uh, we were the first state to start releasing the straight bans on uh, um, social dis not social distancing, but reopening stores and restaurants, and apparently it's in phases, right? How do you feel about what Texas is doing and being at the forefront of America by being one of the first few states to start opening up that it's it's economy uncle daddy luke um i'm trying to finish up right now with school and getting my actual barbering license you know and with barbershops closed down we had to do everything over zoom video chat so that's how we've been getting our hours over zoom video chats and we've been having in-depth discussions on this whole situation man and look if at, at this point I don't even feel like we're ready to open up back, Uncle Luke. You know, I've still, I, I've been considered an essential worker during this whole period of time. I have not gotten no extra pay, but I have had to work, you know. And right. 
I've been seeing a lot of people, people come out, they don't wear masks, they don't wear gloves. A lot of people feel like this is a hoax. And, and it's so hard, you know, and this is why I feel like news media, and I'm going to get back to the phase question, but news media has to be more, you know, trustworthy. Because when you have a lot of news media, when you have the president coming out, you know, they say fake news, this, that, and the third. A lot of people look at a lot of news sources and say, look, you're not giving the real facts, even if it's something that's serious. And me personally, I do believe that the news media is a lot of propaganda. Most of the time, whatever the news says, I typically do the opposite. But that's just why I wish we had a trustworthy news source to where people can go there and say, hey, look, this is what's going on. This is how I need to protect myself. Now, when it comes to the phases, maybe a couple more weeks down the line, maybe if people weren't at beaches right now, you know, maybe if people weren't having parties and gatherings in Georgia right now, I can see maybe the phases, but people haven't been tested, man. You know, Texas is one of the last states when it comes to people being tested. I don't feel like we've, it's like, and I've been hearing this example a lot. It's like you have this medication. Let's say you got chlamydia or something, right? And the medication is telling you, you have to take this medicine for 14 days. And yet the itching and the scratching may stop, but you are not cured until you've taken this medication in full. And I think we're seven, eight days in and we're thinking, we're like, hey, man, that itching and that burning sensation when I pee is not there anymore. I must be good. I don't need to take this medication. And then it just get inflamed and it's worse than it was before. I think we're at a point where, okay, we're seeing the curve kind of happen. Huh? What'd you say? I say that's a really good analogy. Yeah, I'm just saying I, I, we're seeing the curve kind of happen. And next, we're just going to go back out and try to open everything up. I think we're just being impatient. And there won't be an economy if everybody's dead. You know, I've seen so many people come out. I think Ben Shapiro came out and everybody went down their thro his throat when he was saying, look, you know, we got to take this risk. If grandma dies, hey, grandma dies. But this is what about getting the economy back. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like, dang, I guess, you know, culture plays a major role in a lot of this. There's a reason why Americans are protesting in Missouri and stuff like that or in Michigan with guns and Ohio with guns and AR-15s. We know the race of them, you know, but they're protesting with guns saying, I need to be giving me liberty. I, let me. It's my body, my choice. I don't want to wear a mask. I want to get back to work. It's just culture plays such a major role in this. And Americans, we don't care about our elders. We stick them in a home and whatever happens to them, happens to them. We don't care. And I think that's just going to be a perfect mix and recipe for destruction in America. Like, everybody else is laughing at us right now, you know? Yeah, so, man, just with coronavirus and everything that's going on, when you were talking, it's just... As soon as you would say something, I would think about something else to talk about with it as well. So it's just so many different aspects of this to go about and just to curve off of. But the first thing I want to stay on is even though I, I heard those little shots that you said at the beginning. I've already said this before in the, I think the last episode. I'm just a random guy with a podcast with my best friend that I'm doing this with. I am no healthcare official. I am no government official. I don't know anything unless they tell me and I have my own, own opinion to base it off of. And my opinion at first was I didn't think this shit was all going to get like this. And obviously I was wrong. And like I've said 20 million times before, as the opinion, as the facts change, so does my opinion. But, so you stop ragging me about that. You, know, you want to say you are some kind of prophet. I mean, you just went. We were just on two opposite sides. Only one of us could be right to begin with. But anyway. Mm -hmm. um, the phases that Texas is doing, I don't see it as the best answer right now with what we do know. Let me disclaim it with that, of course. And 
uh, is it just restaurants? Is it going to be gyms? I remember a good friend of ours just now on Twitter saying he's probably going to go to the gym. Are gyms going to be reopening too? Are barbershops as well? Do you know what businesses classify as not as much as risk as other businesses that are going to be reopening? Do you know that much or do you not know as much as I do? Um, I'm confused right now, Uncle Luke, because as of recently, if I'm not mistaken, either the mayor or some the judge, Hidalgo, the, the younger you know, Hispanic woman, she came out and she said that Harris County will still be on remain, you know, shelter in place until the 28th, even though Greg, Governor Greg Abbott said, you know, things will be opening up in phases. And then on the 18th, that's when they'll come back and talk about the barbershops and everything being open. You know, there's so much information coming out and every day and, every, you know, something changes. And I mean, even for the businesses that are trying to open up right now, you know, it's so many different guidelines they're going to be under just as far as sanitation and, and, and how many people can be in the business. It just makes things weird. But it makes me want to ask you this question, Uncle Luke. With the Karens coming out and they're like, hey, we want to get our hair done. And all of these people coming out saying, hey, we need to go. I want to get my elective surgery. I'm trying to get my tits done. I'm trying to get an abortion. Whatever it is. Uncle Luke, how have you been mostly affected by this situation? Is it you haven't been able to go see that movie you typically do every Friday? What, what in your you know daily routine or anything like that has been majorly affected by the coronavirus? I mean, obviously, I think it's just the aspect of not having the choice or the ability to go out if you wanted to, because there's nothing that I do on a week to week basis or used to do on a week to week basis to where I just had to do it weekend i would be off for anything of that sort so right now it's it's kind of familiar territory but it's kind of murky at the same time too because i would enjoy going to a pool hall i would enjoy being able to you know just link up with a couple of friends and just uh, uh going to a club and drinking but you know right now i think it's kind of nice to where you're forcing yourself to be at home and you know, my uh, checking account is actually seeing the reeks and the souls mm. of staying home as well, too, because you're not going out as much. You're making yourself stay home and cook. You're doing more so things with the family. And like you said, people are, what, hiring divorce rate right now because they're staying at home with their uh, uh, family. So what have you been doing to yourself? Let me switch back on you to keep yourself sane and to, you know, make sure that you're staying on your uh, P's and Q's and dotting your I's and crossing your T's at the moment. Uh, Uncle Luke, I've watched almost every show on Netflix there is possibly to watch. You know, uh, I've started this show, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. It's about like zombies slash demons. I tried to watch Ozark, you know, but the main character, uh, I think they mad or, or, or uh, the dad, you know, the money launderer, he reminds me too much of an old manager I had that just be on that, you know, that. Uh, Really slick. Uh, what's the word I want to use when they, um, you know, when somebody's slick trying to tell you something or saying something a certain type of way um, that, you know, you look at them and you're like, you're very, um, what's the word I'm trying to use? Um, Backstabber, fucking uh, conniving. No, it's like when you're slick saying something and it's like you're, you're, Anyway, he, he just, his attitude, I just don't like how he is. So I wasn't able to really get in depth with the Ozark show. And plus, if I catch a bitch cheating on me, I'm not, it's not really much partnership we can do after that. So that show, it, it wasn't it for me. I've seen a lot of people into it, but it wasn't my style. But I mean, other than that, you know, I, I've never been a guy that goes out to the club or anything like that. You know, me and you may make our weekly strip club chronicles whenever we do. But other than that, I'm not a person that really goes out. But 
it's almost like one of those things where you enjoy doing something until somebody tells you to do it. And now you're like, well, I, I want to do the opposite of what you told me to do just because I want to. Like, since they told us we can't go to clubs, it's made me want to go out even more than I ever have before. Like, I already know when all of this is over, I'm going to be at the, you know, the, the, the brunch. I'm going to be at the address, you know, drinking mimosas. I'm going to be doing things like that that I never did before just because everybody has been cooped up. And then everybody just wants to get out of there, you know? Did you actually hear, too? My girl told me that Onyx had reopened <laughs> a couple of nights ago when the Phase 1 had started on May 1st and that the police ended up raiding them, but they didn't have any stripper th- strippers there or anything. They were just selling food, and they were saying, well, we're a technical restaurant if you want to be technical. And they ended up putting a... Uh, 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 a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? when you uh, Cease and desist, right? Yeah, cease and desist against the city of Houston. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, look, man, that that's the other side of the coin. You know, we, we, we laugh at the people that's like, well, I don't care if grandma dies, the economy has to live. There's a lot of people, man, and I, I mean, it's understandable. That stimulus check for $1,200 was some weeks ago, man, you know, and a lot of people still have bills to pay. And when the government isn't trying to send out another stimulus check, it's understandable when some state governors are like, look. Well, if you aren't going to send our people any assistance anymore, we're just going to take the brunt and open back up and do what we got to do, which is dumb. But when a lot of people are back against the wall, they're going to do what they have to do. But I think that just shows, uh, once again, American culture. You know, we've been doing these Zoom calls and we've been having our barber talk and we've been had the luxury to have actual barbers from other states. I mean, not other states, other countries come on and tell us what they're going through in their country. And a lot of the barbers in the other countries, they're like, look, man, our government are giving us full salaries, you know, for the next at least two months. We don't have to worry about a lot of this stuff you guys are having to worry about. And I think that makes it easier. If I'm not worrying about my bills being paid, if all of that is paid and the only thing that I have to worry about is the health of myself and my family, I'm not going to sneak and do those jobs just because I need that money, even though I'm putting people at risk. I've known people personally, barbers, that have been like, look, man, I'm trying to get this money and I've gotten COVID. 19 yeah one of them was able to beat it but you don't know the circumstances that come after that man i think this is just showing us just on a very large scale one a lot of the things that we hold true on a day-to-day and feel like there's no budge to it are just made up it only matters because we all agree that it matters a lot of stuff can be taken care of a lot of people don't have to be at actual on-site jobs a lot of these jobs can be done at home as we've been able to see a lot of people can get you know unemployment can be given out to more people than what they can what they do previously a lot of things that we you know there's a lot of hotels that are just open right now but they don't want to let homeless people come and stay and things like that. It's just showing us that a lot of things in America that we think are just, you know, steadfold or stead, you know, can't go anywhere. We, we, we only hold them up by us all agreeing that they matter, you know? I think, yeah, I think that's a good point you made. I think this is mostly a USA issue more so than just how the world is dealing with the pandemic. You see what I'm trying to say? Because... You know, countries are taking care of the folks, especially in the UK and Spain and uh, China, obviously, the poor fronts, North Korea, South Korea, blah, blah, blah. They've already had the capital. They already had the money. But since 
the government doesn't actually have money. It doesn't ask the Federal Reserve Bank to print out money to send to people. So then the PPP, the uh, payment protection program to send out free money to everybody, to every business is going out. And then more companies are asking for more money to give to the employees so they don't have to lay off more people. It's just, you know, a downward slope that's going to keep going on and going on and going on until we fix the official issue. And that's trying to find some kind of relief or some kind of vaccine for this virus. But, too, also, man, there's just so much to talk about with this. So, with Michigan, I kind of understand. I told this to my girl earlier. I kind of understand where people are coming from, open back up, because me, myself, personally, I have not been hit anything with coronavirus. Nobody, I honestly know, has openly said they openly got it. Nobody uh, at my job. I mean, at my job, they told us that one person had it, apparently, but they weren't in the building for 14 days, and there wasn't no chance for any of us to get it to begin with. So I was like, okay, so what's the point of telling us then? It's just, it, it, it's so much word of mouth stuff, especially with how you catch the disease or what the disease actually does and things like that. It's just, it's, it's so hard to couple into it. And when you tell me why I'm saying that right now, when you tell me that you actually know a barber that ended up catching it because they were still trying to cut hair, you know, still trying to make uh, ends meet, uh, uh, is that... You know, was that just your tipping point to say, okay, man, this is for real now. I need to uh, uh, buckle in with what they're saying for real, or is, or were you been on that uh, uh, grind to just, you know, like, I'm gonna take this for real and just try and stay at home most of the time and just do what I can on my part, so to make sure I keep myself safe and others safe. Is that what did it for you? Or, or well, you Uncle Luke, I don't know if I told you this, but a couple weeks ago, my actual great uncle passed from coronavirus he's working at um one of the units in huntsville texas i don't want to you know put put the specific unit out of there because due to possible litigations that could be going forward but he actually passed from COVID 19 as he was working uh still you know so that showed me like hey you know people are really dying from this and it just also showed me man you know uncle luke i always was uh one of the conspiracy theorists watches like i love conspiracy theorist videos or i love very pro-black videos i was like look man this you know voting is not gonna get us anything we gotta take this country over and we gotta fight and we gotta fight back and we gotta get our guns and what this coronavirus has shown me is man we don't realize how much they got us by the nuts like, like the people that run this have us with a vice grip around the nuts. We're not going nowhere, man. They control the food supply. They control everything from A to Z, and we're contingent upon that. And it's just let me know, like, it, if shit really hit the fan, a lot of people are going to get their heads cut off in the sense of a lot of people don't know how to survive. And I'm not saying I'm pro you know, bunkered up, you know, survivalist, you know, nothing but canned peaches and beans in underground with AR-15s. I'm not saying that's what everybody needs to be doing. But I think a lot of people just try to should just try to learn some some type sort of essential things that can help you survive because if a lot of things get cut off, like I'm seeing a lot of people well I'm seeing reports you know, I've been seeing reports about meat factories shutting down and putting limitations on how much meat there's going to be. If shit really hit the fan, a lot of people are lost, man. A lot of people don't know what they're going to do. And I think it's going to get to the point where if shit don't open up soon, like I don't want things to prematurely open up. But I personally think if things don't open up soon and the unemployment rate keep going how it's going and the stimulus check done ran out and a lot of people don't know when that next check going to come, 
And even when things do open up, their job has, their job isn't even opening back up. So with everybody applying for new jobs, these people have to start from square root, you know, square one all over again. When they were the manager at their previous job, I think a lot of people gonna have their doors kicked open. You know, a lot of people gonna come home and and ain't nothing left. A lot of people, gonna, you know, they're gonna be taking the flat screen while you sleep at three a.m. I think a lot of people are about to just be like, look, fuck it, I'm about to have to get it if 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 you know if I can't get it any other way. So I think. If things don't open up soon, a lot of crime is going to happen. And I'm not saying I want it to happen. And I'm not saying I want things to open up. But I'm saying, a, you know, a consequence of this being prolonged a lot longer will go, go that route, if you ask me. So how long have we been talking about this topic? I think we're probably right around 20 minutes. Man, like I said, there's just so much to continue talking about it. Is there anything you want to say to end it off with? Or do you want to continue talking about it? really up to you man because we can literally talk about this for two three hours and still not even hit everything on the head or bring up everything that needs to be brought up so where you want to stand on it right nah because uncle luke you know right now i wanted to give the people some sort of entertainment and i feel like people have just been hitting over the head so many times with this covid 19 thing sometimes people just want to get away from it you know and speaking of people just getting away from things let's talk about a dictator that got away for a little while and may have came back if you don't know, earlier reports were saying earlier this week that Kim Jong-un was uh, reportedly went through a botched heart surgery. He was left brain dead. One people, it, reports actually came out said he actually was dead. They were getting ready for his sister to be his predecessor, you know, to come take over. Right. And then out of nowhere, he's alive. His sister? I thought his son would be the next up. Well, some people were saying his sister was actually going to be the one next up in charge. But out of nowhere... He's here, you know, on his video, you know, but I, I, something about that video just didn't smell right to me, Uncle Luke. You know, they never had him in the same shot with the citizens cheering. He walked very weird. Even though I know he did walk with a cane for a period of time before this. He just, everything about the video, he didn't speak. He just cut the, cut the, um, you know, cut the red tape with the scissors. He never spoke. Right. In, 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 a, in a day and age where there's deep fakes and there's things where people can manipulate things online and, and everything like that, or just, you know, maybe just we might be in a realm where we can make human clones. I know that's very far, you know, out of, out of the far right field. But, Uncle Luke, how did you feel about it? Did you feel like, hey, it was just media propaganda coming from uh, South Korea or what, what are you feeling about it? Or North so Korea, you know, eh, either one. It definitely could be just uh, smoke, and then people just want to see where the fire was. But with Kim Jong Un, the dictator of North Korea, he is one of the last few dictators uh, in the world. I think for him to just go missing for a week and a half, and him to not show up for his great grandfather's uh, birthday, the holiday—that's a major holiday in North Korea—and for him to not show his face at all, something happened. I don't know what could have happened. It's major, but I don't know if we'll ever find out, if they'll ever release the information, if they'll ever get leaked. But something definitely did happen to that man. Who knows if he truly had surgery or not, but let South Korea tell it. They came out publicly and they said, no, we know that he was not in any hospital or anything of that sort, no surgeries, but they didn't want to disclose everything that they knew about it and they just left it at that. So with that... I don't know, man. It's kind of scary to think that such a huge figure can just go missing and then apparently pop back up and they're showing these iffy videos of him with nobody else in the video with no crowd, no 
them just walking around some new power plant in freaking North Korea, apparently. So, me, if I just had the shooting dark, and you know, this is just my opinion, uh, let me keep putting that disclaimer out there, just my opinion. Maybe he was sick. Maybe he did end up coming down with COVID-19. There, uh, let me just say that he had a uh, we having from that because uh, didn't the prime minister in the UK end up catching coronavirus? Apparently, what they said, so maybe he ended up getting sick for a while and he was just sheltering at home and he was just getting taken care of like that because it was for a week and a half. So they say you usually have the symptoms from anywhere from 10 to 14 days, so that would make the most sense to me to where he just wasn't shown. But the video didn't make any sense, like you said, so. I just don't know what to stand on that. I, I, I don't know. Uncle Luke, this this past maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks, or since this whole situation started, it just really feels like we're in a Black Mirror episode because I've never seen everything just come to a complete halt like what we're going through right now where stories that typically will be major news stories don't even get a second paid or a second look. You know what I mean? Just think about how with the... Um, if I'm not mistaken, the CIA or FBI, one of the major conglomerates with the, the UFOs where they're saying, you know, look, hey, we don't know what these things are. We're finally putting out this video, uh, this grainy footage. Look, this is what's going on with, with everything going on right now. And everybody in this, you know, hypersensitive mind state that everyone in right now, it's just I wouldn't be surprised if something major was going on right now. And we just never know about it until years and years and years later. And we're like, hey, you know why everybody was focused on that coronavirus? This was happening. Like, I I, I just know something like that is going to come in the future. So do you think it could possibly also be the murder hornets that could be the thing that throws us for a loop as well, too, that are in Washington right now? Uncle Luke, every every six months... We hear a story about some wild animal, some wild creature that just made it to North America, you know, that's about to start, you know, eye bleeding ants, ants bite you and your eyes started bleeding. I mean, look, man, you know, I just think sooner or later, nature is just going to take back over everything we've we've taken over as humans and all of this stuff is going to be a day and age. Yeah, we're on the top of the totem pole right now, but everybody gets their day. You know, every dog has his day. And I think pretty soon, you know, we, we get so comfortable, you know, where every day we're just worrying about the economy or when we're going back to work. If any real apocalyptic level, you know, zombie scenario happen. All of this has shown us, man, we're going to be scared for two weeks, and then we're going to be mad that we can't go to the nail salon. <laughs> like, the hornets aren't scaring me. The UFOs aren't scaring me. Kim Jong-un being the Manchurian candidate isn't scaring me. You know, I, I, I've gotten to the point, Uncle Luke, where I'm just like, look. Now, I understand why the people say this. Look, I'm not going to be sheltered in my home. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Everything is out there. Everything is out there. You know, I'm going to just take that risk. And that's how I'm looking at all these situations that's going on. Look, I'll take this risk. I mean, I've seen reports today that there was, uh, you know, troops shooting at each other from North uh, Korea and South Korea. South Korea, right. Does that have something to tune in with that, bro? It's just so much moving parts right now. We have to be in some kind of, you know, somebody's messing with the simulation right now. Maybe, you know, whoever runs us, they went out of the room and their their nephew came in and they just started pushing buttons. I mean, that's the only way I can really factor in or, or, or make sense of everything that's been going on lately, you know? I know you absolutely don't love Neil, uh, 
uh, DeGrasse Tyson at all. But he did say that is that is the most plausible theory is that there's some kind of manipulator out there and he's just having fun with us and just throwing in curves and controls everybody's lives. And maybe this was just their solid plan. Did you see that guy on Twitter? Apparently, when he tweeted something in 2015, y'all enjoyed 2016 because 2020 is when the worst happened and then it finally blew up. After he quoted himself, like, this aged well, and he was just answering questions about what's going to happen later this year. I don't know, man. I, I think we could be in some kind of limbo, but at the same time, man, wouldn't that just really suck that every action that you have isn't your own? I mean, that's what Christianity is in and of itself because God creates you and he knows exactly what's going to happen and blah, 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 that. But, man, to say that we're in some kind of limbo and that somebody is just controlling us from some big computer screen from 20 galaxies away and just doing whatever they want with us, that would really suck. And why 2020 of all years for us when we're alive for this shit to happen, right? Like, well, Uncle Luke... Well, we've seen this in history before, but never to this, like, this it's a two-part fold question what I'm about to I'm about to make a statement and then I'm gonna ask a question I mean it, it makes sense right like not to be on a nihilistic or uh, you know nihilist kind of thinking thinking of you know everything around revolves around me nihilist, but that's what it's called okay yeah but you know it, it would make sense right when you think about wars or famine or you think about if you broke your leg in the 1800s, they're most likely going to have to amputate it due to, you know, everything, you, you know, gangrene and stuff. It, it, it just makes sense that right now during your lifetime or my lifetime is when everything would go to shit, you know, because everything's been so good. Everybody knows it's been the most peaceful time from like, yeah, there's small wars going on, but no major world wars with all of this factor in. And, and what was the major tipping point? To show me that we're in some sort of, you know, obscure world. Playboy Cardi announced that he was going to drop an album. But what also brought me back to reality was he never dropped it. So I want to ask you, Uncle Luke. As we've seen with a little Uzi Vert, you know, how many times he announced Eternal Take and it never came out. Are we in a day and age now where if you just, you put out a good project and you get a decent amount of following that you can make so many interactions from social media to commercials to where you can put really music on a back burner? Or do you think it's just people have always had certain, you know, cliche or certain privilege to where they can do like Rihanna and just be like, hey, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. You'll get the music when I get the music. You know, that was a really strange and obscure way to segue to this. And I think <laughs> that was the last topic I thought you were fixing to bring up. But... Uh, if I just have to answer it <laughs> the way you brought it to me. Apparently, Playboy Cardi, I mean, what is it that Playboy's Cardi is doing right now outside of music to where he would just be acting like that? You know what I mean? I don't think he's having any label disputes. Well, reports have came out that he recently had a baby over this past weekend with Iggy Azalea. I don't know how true that is, but I have seen this from multiple reports. You know, maybe he thought he was going to do it and she just went and started having contractions. I mean, it just shows, you know... If you get a brand and people support that brand, a lot of times people will support you until they just can't even anymore. If you give some some content or you give something that's so good, people will mold their lives around you. 
you know, and especially in this day and age with you have so many aspects of social media, you can still interact with people and still create that buzz. It's it's crazy to see it because me personally, I I would get to the point where I'm like, look, bro, I don't even care if you drop that album. I'm not listening to it just for the principle, you know, but I guess, you know, some people just they have a lock on them. I just look, man. If I was an artist. With all the music that comes out at all the time. I mean, just look, Drake dropped the demo mixtape, which we can get more in depth into. But ever since he dropped it, I haven't heard people saying a word about it anymore. And that's not a Drake album. I mean, yeah, he said it's a mixtape, but I don't know a time where Drake can drop a collection of music and three days later, there's no talk about it. You know, and maybe it's just because with everything going on right now, news is here, gone tomorrow. Like, I've never seen. Um, as a society, us be on such a rinse and repeat for news so much. Like anything that comes up in the media is here today and gone tomorrow. I know we're jumping all over, but I mean, just think about Joe Biden. You know, he came out recently and they asked him about Tara Reid and they said, did you sexually assault her? And he was like, no. And no one's been talking about it. Now, yeah, it's going to come up more whenever, you know, it gets more intense debates with him and Trump or they really start going head to head. But I think, you know... Trump is going to take Joe Biden, Joe Biden and bend him up to a pretzel. I don't care how Trump handles this coronavirus situation and I don't care how bad it tastes it leaves in a lot of people's mouth. I think Joe Biden is incoherent and I think that his allegations in his past is going to come up and bite him even more because I feel like Trump can just go, "Hey, you know, I'm Trump. You love me. We're the greatest ever." And the great, and then people just be like, oh, okay, either they hate him or they love him. But with Joe Biden coming from the left, you know, he's going to make a lot of his supporters look crazy because a lot of his supporters were bashing Trump for the grab about a pussy or all of the allegations he had or the Stormy Daniels. And now the candidate that they have going up against him has the same troubled past, you know. And I, and I know I've jumped around, but can you give your, you know, kind of analysis of everything I just said, Uncle Luke? Well, just, I mean, the Playboy Cardi was just, you know, he pumped faked with his album. He's been pump faking with his fans. You can just give a little tidbit about that. Shoot the shit, you know, how you feel about Drake. And then we can really talk about the Joe Biden because I feel like that has a major influence with November coming fast. So, I mean, you're talking about, so I think, would you, let me ask you this then before I start answering questions. Would you consider us part of the media then? Uh, of course, Uncle Luke. I, we've talked about this, and not to go on too much of a tangent, we found out recently during our hiatus that there have actually been out so outside, you know, companies and sources promoting us. And I think whether we, you know, like it or not, there are people that listen to us speak and listen to our opinion. So even if there's only one person listening, I think we are media, Uncle Luke. So, excuse me for the music that might be playing outside if you can hear it on my phone because, you know, I'm in the hood, baby, and they're going to be blasting their music 24-7. But that's a good question. That, that, that's a great answer because, you know, you just brought up how news talks about things for one day and then you just brought up Drake for a minute and then went straight to Joe Biden. So that's kind of the thing with us right now, too, is that maybe my influence on how I feel about Drake right now might mean something to somebody, but... For me, man, Drake is, 
I mean, Mr. Graham, uh, I only address him as Mr. Graham most of the time now. Drake, who I know is somebody not even take care, and I wouldn't even say Views uh, is probably the last Drake that I think. I think if you're reading this, it's too late. It's the last hoorah for Drake that I've had. And since then, he's just been on a whole completely different plane. And shout outs to him and whatever he's doing right now, but I'm not really interested in any music towards him from the future. Tusa Slide is nice, whatever. It's cool, whatever, right? But, you know, that, that wave has gone in past with me. And with Playboy Cardi, if they ended up making up just recently, which could possibly have been happening, but people were just suggesting that they probably uh, were faking the whole beef to begin with. If that's the case, man, that's stupid wax, and I don't like that at all. So, to Mr. Biden, do you think... Miss Tara Reid has put the nail in his coffin for his presidential candidacy because the time travel on Twitter said Trump is not getting reelected in 2020. So I, I, I don't know what to think anymore, man. Uncle Luke, unless there's some surprise third party candidate or somebody comes out of nowhere that just, you know, changes the whole game, I think Donald Trump will be president again. And it's not because I want him to be president. I think he just have a major upper hand right now with everything going on. Uh, you know, you don't know where we'll be with this pandemic by the time November hits. So we could be in a position where it's like, hey, you know, I think we just need to keep the guy that's been in office in there. Even though he's saying stuff like inject yourself with disinfectant and everything like that. It's just sometimes when you hear and they're both old, which I never understand why America, you know, America. The, you know, the big, the beautiful. We have such old ass presidents majority of the time, but. I think Joe Biden, sometimes when he talks, it's like, what the fuck? What are you? What the fuck are you saying, bro? Like he's just talking about the dog, the dog, or he was talking about. This is one video where he's talking about a kid in the pool pulling his blonde leg hairs, and, and it's like, bro, what? Where are you going with this? You know? And I just think that we got put in a position. I mean, I wanted Bernie in there, even though I don't. You know, I don't. I know it's two heads of the same snake. I know that. I know that. And I know even when you try to choose the lesser between two evils, you still choose an evil. So you have evil in yourself. But part of me just wanted somebody different in there, you know, and, and not even different because, you know, he probably might be still the same thing underneath the skin, but at least a different face on the puppet, you know, right. selling me something from a different angle because... Joe Biden, to me, just seems stale, man. And then if he has Kamala Harris as his vice president, I really think he's just shooting himself in the foot, you know. And and, and we're in weird times, man. <laughs> we're in weird times. It is, bro. It is super weird. Um, actually, what I wanted to bring up, too, just now is that I think I wouldn't mind Trump being reelected again, man, for another four years. You know what I say that? Nothing at all to do with political aspect or he's a stupid asshole, obviously. But he is just pure comedy, bro. Yeah, I have to agree. He is a fun. Before you go, Luke, would you say he's the funniest president ever? Yeah, without a doubt. And it's, it's, it's ignorance funny. You know what I mean? And my mom told me I was stupid. Lucas, why would you even say something like that? But it, he's going to make news and he is going to make our lives a lot easier for us when we do this on a weekly basis for when he just brings up something out of his ass. And it's just hilarious to me. I just don't see how you could 
mind him. I mean, he's doing the same thing every other president has done. They come up with two things that they can back their whole uh, next presidential candidacy on, and they haven't done anything else for the other four years. I mean, you've seen it with President Obama, you've seen it with Bush, you've seen it with fucking uh, all the ones before him. So, in that aspect, he hasn't done anything different, you know, honestly, but he's just hilarious, bro. He's hilarious. He'll go at anybody. He's I don't want to say he's racist. Let me not say that. But he's shown that he can be pretty prejudiced at times. I wouldn't mind four more years. And that's just me speaking personally. Honestly, I okay, Uncle Luke, I don't want to, you know, end the show abruptly, but is there one more, you know, is there a topic or is there something that's just been on your mind since we haven't done a show recently that you want to throw out there that we can converse about anything off the top of the dome? Damn, not even we going to end the show around 40 minutes or so. Okay, how about we do uh, a rapid fire thing since we have a couple of things real quick. Let me Let's do it. You. I can do that. see how you feel about them. So Canada is going to ban assault rifles. This is two weeks after the biggest mass shooting in Canada history. How do you feel about Canada and the way they've handled that situation? Uncle Luke, I've said this before. Sometimes I wish we lived in like a wild, wild west kind of, you know, scenario. Everybody got their gun. Everybody knows everybody's got a gun. So when everybody's got a gun, people are nicer, you know, and... I understand, hey, if they're like, look, we don't even, we, we see our sisters and uh, beneath us in the United States of America, we're just going to go, anything y'all do, we're going to do the opposite. And I think that typically, you know, gives the best result. If everybody feels, you know, to come to the agreement, hey, assault rifles and things like that should not be allowed, then that may be the best move for them. I don't have the research for that. I feel like people should be able to protect themselves, maybe ban it from being in public. You only can have them in your homes or something like that because we, we're down here. We love our guns, but they have a different culture from us, you know, in Canada. So maybe that's their best move. Do you agree with it, Uncle Lou? Right, exactly. I can't tell another country what they should or shouldn't be doing, especially when I've never visited or even just thought, like, I want to go to Canada. Who just says that. But if they feel like that's the best for them, since it's the biggest uh, uh, mass murder in their history, a Canadian history, if they feel that's what's right for their country, then they should go ahead and go for it. They have two years to turn in all their guns if you're in Canada. Uh, Canada. If you're Canadian and you're listening to the podcast right now, go ahead and turn them in. Don't have no issues. Uh, next, it is Sunday. The next two episodes, five and six of The Last Dance is coming on tonight. The Michael Jordan documentary. Will you be tuning in? And how have you felt about the documentary so far? Uncle Luke, I don't give a damn about that bald gambler. You know, I, and uh, and I'm joking, but we know Michael Jordan was the ma- one of the major figures in in the world. You know, and I understand just his story and the effect and all the things he had on people. But I'm just not somebody that gives a fuck to watch old people bloated. You know, past their prime, past their day and time, but just you know, reminisce about their day and time. I mean, I'm just like, I don't care. You know, we're here now. We can know our history, and I know a lot of people locked in the house. There's no sports, so that's. I mean, you're gonna have the views, but I really just don't give a damn about it. And I want you as, and when you give your opinion on it, Uncle Luke, I want you to answer this question: Who was a bigger figure at their peak, Beyonce or Michael Jordan? Let me just say that about the last dance. Keep that same energy 25 years from now when Michael Jordan, I mean, uh, LeBron James ended up making this doc and then you're trying to throw it in my face. Look, see this? They didn't show this to the media. You hated him for so long. Blah, 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 blah. 
just keep that same energy 25 years from now when we're old man and uh, LeBron is uh, talking about his heyday and he's trying to uh, convince the next group of people he's the greatest ever. And Michael Jordan, no doubt. Like, how is that I think it was, you know, when something major happens, when you don't have anything else to do, a lot of recency bias starts to happen. You know, with the Megan Thee Stallion Savage remix with Beyonce, everybody was on her. You know, they loving it and everything like that. So people just tend to say, you know, random things in the heat of the moment. But yeah, man, I mean, look. When it comes to Michael Jordan, we've argued on and on about the greatest ever. Me personally, it's either LeBron James or uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just me personally. But, hey, if you want to argue about the ball gambler, if you want to do that, that's on you. I'm not here. Uh, you know, I, one thing I do want to call out, though, okay. Isaiah Thomas, man. Stop hating, oh, bro. Stop hating, man. <laughs> like, you got Michael Jordan as the fourth greatest all time. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. But, yeah, like, I digress. Go on. I mean, I think it's obvious that he has something against him. You know, anytime Michael Jordan comes up, uh, he's typically anti-Jordan. But, I mean, who cares, man? You know, these are just old people reminiscing about their time. is good for the people that was there. But, I mean, born, I was, bro, I was born in 1996, you know. And it's only so much research you can do. You weren't there living through it. You didn't see the three-peat, you know. I mean, you know, the rings happened while I was alive. But, you know, I'm, I'm you know toddler age so i mean you know bigger stronger faster we do have a friend that believes that anybody who played before the year 1995 is a scrub so you know it 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 just it's all up to people it's all up to opinion and you know it's all like uh it's like assholes everybody has one and they stink you know but what's what's another topic uncle um and i think since you already brought it up i was gonna ask you about the remakes how do you still stand about the savage remakes obviously it had number one dance on tiktok number one most videos for what that month of march she ended up doing the remake with beyonce on it is it a hit or miss for you will you be listening to it will you be tuning into it i'm happy for megan the stallion uncle luke because i remember when this ep that she dropped that this song was actually on when she dropped it she was going through the label you know situation with 1501 and the the uh ep was really weak to me you know but that song actually blew up because of TikTok, as we've seen with the Tootsie Slide with Drake album. When the kids like something, that's who you need to sell to, and that's where you get your money from. So she was actually able to get a hit from that. And anytime Beyonce jumps on something and donates all the proceeds to COVID-19, you get the public image that looks good. And it's Beyonce, so it's a win-win. You can't go wrong with it. And anytime, you know, you see the, the I don't want to call Beyonce older, but the older, you know, the generation that's really been doing it. You know, they come in and they do songs that they collab with the younger generation. It's always beautiful to see. And it's always beautiful to see two women of color, two black women from Houston thriving, growing, and showing the industry what to do, you know? I don't know any other better way to end this show. So, man, thank you for having me. Thank you for calling me. Anytime you want to do this again, for sure. 
You know I'm off every weekend. You know, no more excuses. We got to get back on the grind. We got to keep doing this, bro. Defo, Defo, I love you, Uncle Luke. Please stay safe to all the fans out there. Please be safe. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. And in the name of COVID-19, we out of here, you damn dirty apes.